My name is Michaela Moore, the president of the ASB class of 2019, and I'm here with my Aunt Deanna Shake and my Grandpa Monty Moore. Andy, when you were a child, did you imagine yourself going to Menachee? Did you always know? You know, I moved here to Porterville uh, right before my freshman year in high school. So when we were selecting a house, we were kind of trying to figure out which high school we wanted to go to and base our house purchase on which high school. So um, I didn't know until right before school started, but it was a clear choice when we went over to the other side of town and looked at their school versus Menachee. It was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty obvious. Yeah. I loved my time at Menachee. Um, did a lot of growing up here and I was brand new, so I didn't have any friends. And I just realized, you know, the campus was super friendly. Um, I actually loved school, although I wasn't awesome at it. I was pretty good student and um, my teachers were people that I think I could call mentors even still in my life. It's kind of kind of neat to think about the teachers I had and my experience at Menachee. It really helped me grow as a person. High school between Porterville and Menachee. Uh, not a lot of people know this, but when we came here, uh, I took the kids for the first trip to visit uh, Porterville and we looked at the campuses of the two schools and we decided that it looked like Menachee had the better gym. So, so that was a big factor. And they wanted to go there and they liked the campus. Well, uh, it was some time before they were going to enroll. But while I was here one day at the radio station, I went down to Menachee High School and uh, the principal of the school, I wanted to tell him that I had uh, two children who were going to be enrolling uh, in uh, school here in, uh, in Porterville. And I said, they'd like to come to Menachee. He said, well, what's the address where you're going to live? We haven't bought a house yet. He said, uh, well, the radio station is just up the street a couple of blocks. Why don't we put that down as the address? <laughs> so we did that, even though later on, particularly when Deanna was playing basketball and, and whipping up on Porterville High School, the Porterville High School uh, uh, quarterback club complained to the uh, city school for her being able to play at Menachee while she lived in the Porterville district because we eventually moved in the Porterville district and right across the street from where we lived was the president of the Porterville High School Boosters Club. So, so you can imagine what we went through trying to make sure the kids got to stay at Menachee. Oh. Okay, so do you have any favorite stories from your time at Menachee High School? I had um, a couple of friends that were... Um, pretty funny characters. And when we played Porterville High School, it was always, you know, super rival. We had to, we wanted to win so bad. And in basketball, uh, we were getting ready in the locker room and we had these big old troughed sinks. And um, so my friend Carmen and I, Carmen Stickney, who is a super great three-sport athlete, we would have contests right before our games. And our contest that day before the Porterville Gym game was uh, to see who could hold their breath the longest underwater in the trough sink before the game. So that was, uh, that was one memory. And then uh, we also decided that maybe if we rubbed onions on our uniform, that they wouldn't want to guard us as closely. I mean, I know that's kind of crazy funny, but we um, actually tried that. I don't think that really got them off us because they were pretty tough on defense, but we did go ahead and win that game. So got a little energy out before the game with our uh, holding the breath contest, and we uh, tried to make them smell like onions and stay away from us on defense. <laughs> okay. Do you have any favorite memories from watching Andy play basketball? 
Yes, one day I was at the radio station early in the morning. They were going to be playing Lamore uh, High School, and that was one of the better women's high school teams in the area. And the principal of high school called me up and said, uh, Deanna has just uh, gotten a, a bad injury on her, her eye. And uh, I said, well, what happened? And he said, well, I don't know for sure, but uh, but she's probably not going to be able to play tonight. Well, she did end up playing in that basketball game with one eye. And the headline the next day in the Portville Recorder said, Moore blackens Lamore. So <laughs> so Deanna had a big night with one eye and helped beat uh, Mano- uh, Lamore uh, high school girls. Another time about Manetchi, I might remind you is uh, – I got a call one one day, and uh, Deanna and her friend uh, Carmen Stickney had been observed sliding in a mud puddle on campus at Menachee High School, <laughs> and uh, they both, I don't remember what the discipline was, but uh, the principal told me that, that, that that's what happened, that they were caught sliding in a mud puddle. So tagging on to those stories, um, before another game Carmen and I had a little jack ball and we were in the wrestling room warming up and we would throw the ball and it would be like loose ball so Carmen came from one angle and I came from the other and I caught her knee uh, right above my eye so I had a huge black eye and it swole, my eye was swollen shut and it was the day before team pictures as well so that was just another sideline but um, the mud puddles Carmen ran track and I played softball and we had practices canceled because of all this rain and there's a lot of areas where the grass and the mud just kind of collided with water that was standing after rain. So we decided to practice sliding outside. And uh, Pam Kessler, one of my coaches for volleyball, and she was also the tennis coach, she caught pictures of us. And we tried to um, sneak home because we knew my mom wouldn't be fond of us being outside in the cold and rain. So we dumped our clothes off in the, um, in the garage and we thought we were safe. We had to change of clothes and all that. One of the neighbors had driven by and had seen us sliding in mud puddles, so we got busted on that. But probably my favorite uh, memory now that I'm thinking about him is Carmen and I were uh, janitors at my dad's radio station, and it was about a half mile from the school. So we thought we were leaving on a trip that day, a basketball trip, and we thought we had enough time to uh, clean the radio station, which was one of our jobs, and then get back before the bus left. So we take off in Carmen's Carmen Gia, yellow convertible. <clears throat> and so we go and we were running around the station, emptying waste baskets, doing all we had to do. We go, oh no, it's almost time. So we get back in Carmen's car with minutes to spare and we run out of gas somewhere between my dad's radio station and the gym. And as we're running with our team bag and the whole bit, we see the bus pull out and it left. And so we had to turn around and go back and tell my dad that was not fun, that we had missed the team bus. Both of us were captains. And so uh, we got to the game, didn't get to start, but we both got in in the second quarter. And we were, uh, it's kind of a funny, sad story, but it was, it was more funny now than anything. So. so you were recently introduced into the Menachee Hall of Fame with Papaho, but how did it feel to be the first woman inductee? I received the phone call and... Um, and, you know, when it all sunk in, it was very humbling um, to come to a, a great school like Menachee with, you know, people before me and after me that have really blazed some trails in the athletic field. And, um, you know, it's never in the Hall of Fame. It's never about you yourself getting there because you had teammates and coaches and parents supporting you around around your whole career. And so um, 
you know, super humbling. It was, um, it was very reflective and just, you know, just kind of made me think about my time back at Menachee and, um, you know, you have a lot more energy when you're in high school than you, you do later in life. And to think of all that, you know, you, you accomplished to balance both the schoolwork and the athletics, but, you know, bottom line is definitely couldn't have done it without parents who kind of showed me what work ethic, ethic looked like and what loyalty looked like and being a good teammate. You know, I picked up on a lot of things from my parents and it, it really carried over, I was around Menachee at the time when we had a lot of success in teams, and that's obviously because of teammates and great coaches. So it was just kind of a reflection of your time at Menachee and just honoring that time period with a specific award that really belongs to a lot of people. And Papa Hall, how did you feel to be inducted into the same Hall of Fame class the same year as your daughter? Well, it was a great honor, uh, first of all, to be inducted into it, but to be the same night, uh, that Deanna was in it too. That was a very, very special thing. We'll never be able to uh, to duplicate that or or to um, even think about well, what a great night it was. Uh, it was uh, uh, another time that uh, Deanna and I were honored the same night. And a big surprise was the city of Porterville has uh, the Youth of the Year award every year, and uh, they also have the Man of the Year every year and believe it or not that same night Deanna was named the youth of the year and I was named man of the year in the city of Porterville so she and I had a couple of very special nights together in in, in our lifetime uh, I might mention the the Hall of Fame as far as my being in it had nothing to do with my being a great athlete <laughs> uh, but uh, when when I came to Porterville I saw that there were a lot of needs uh, among the high school athletic teams and uh, so I decided to do my best to try to raise some extra money for those teams and I uh, created what was called a big league golforama I would invite 40 big league celebrities to come to Porterville every year and play in a golf tournament and our people in town would pay to play with them. And then we would use the money that we made at that golf uh, tournament to buy athletic equipment for the schools uh, here in our town. And uh, that uh, tournament lasted for 25 years before we quit doing it. And we raised a total of $850,000 for our local high schools. And, uh, to this day, I run into people who uh, who played in it, who bought the auction items or whatever. So it was a big event in our town, and uh, we felt very blessed that every year I could get 40 big league ballplayers to come down here, and we didn't have to pay them anything, including their expenses. They came down here, and we put them up in houses up at River Island every year. But uh, the first thing that we ever bought with that money was Drew Williams, the uh, wrestling coach of Menachee at the time. I talked to him one day and I said, Coach, is there anything in particular that you would like to have? He said, well, you know what? We don't have any digital scales. Well, wrestling is, of course, very sensitive to weight. So they needed something very accurate. And they go to these tournaments around, and very few of the schools had digital scales. So he said, I'd like to have you know, so digital scales would be possible. So that's the first thing I ever bought with golf around my money was a pair of digital scales for the Menachee wrestling team. And Andy, can you tell us a little bit about why you were inducted into the Hall of Fame? Well, um, I think my 
biggest claim to fame was, again, the timing. I had um, some great teammates who were just as passionate about uh, practices as they were in games. And when you start winning, which actually my freshman year um, was not a winning year in my sports. I played volleyball, basketball, and softball. And my freshman year in basketball, we had a new coach, Tom Rieger, who was the men's uh, baseball coach. And it's his first time to ever coach women. We were 0-10 in EYL, and it was pretty discouraging. But the very next year, we were 9-1, and and then we were 10-0 and the next two years. And it, the winning kind of is contagious. Um you know, Michaela, you're an athlete that's been around a lot of success in your cross country and track. And once you finally start to, you know, get that culture of winning and what it feels like, everyone kind of wants to be a part of that and works harder for it. So I think um, maybe I was in the right place at the right time. I think I always prided myself on, you know, trying to be an encourager and, you know, play as hard as I could. And, and maybe that was contagious with my teammates. But honestly, I just had some good teammates and we wanted to win. So once you start to win, keep at it or else it doesn't feel like as much of a success. And um, the coaches I had, Tom Rieger, special shout out to him um, for basketball, Jim Critchlow in softball and Pam Kessler in volleyball, they're winners. And one thing I'll say about Menachi that as I'm an adult now and looking back, the coaching staff at Menachee, not just in the sports I played, but across campus, those coaches stayed at Menachee for a really long time, which to me said it was a great place to coach. And for an athlete, it was a great place to play. <laughs> when you asked Deanna why she was uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame, well, I can tell you one thing. She, uh, every single day in practice, every single game, she played 100%. Sometimes she was a little bit overly aggressive at some of the girls who were trying to guard her, but she never did really uh, mock them or, or say, oh, yeah, or anything like that. But, uh, you know, the, nobody had ever scored a 1,000 points in her career uh, at Menachee High School, and she did that. And uh, uh, in softball, she was a very good player. Uh, volleyball, she was kind of new at that, but, you know, they were they were good. But they had some great basketball teams when she was playing here, and she was the leading scorer. And uh, so it was pretty obvious that for going to induct a female into the Hall of Fame, she was a great player in three sports. So that was the main thing. I might tell you one of the things, uh, a story about when she was playing uh, in basketball. <laughs> in basketball one night, uh, uh, her coach, Tom Rieger, uh, they were beating somebody pretty badly. And I was broadcasting the game on our local radio station. And uh, they were beating somebody so bad, he never called any timeouts. Well, on the radio broadcast, we needed to have some timeouts to get our commercials in. And so I sent a note down to Coach Rieger on the bench. I said, Tom, call some timeouts. We need we need them on the radio broadcast. And he looked up at me and said, okay. So he started calling some timeouts. But on the night of that we were inducted into the Hall of Fame, Tom Rieger had sent that, he had saved that note that I sent him, and he, he sent that note down here to be read at the Hall of Fame induction, and I didn't realize that he had saved that note all that time. Okay, so do you have any advice that you would give a young female athlete today? You know, I think um, female athletes have 
rightfully so gained, you know, a lot of momentum in um, the attention that they're gathering. And I, I feel like if I was to do it over um, or to give advice to those coming up, I would just say, you know, the way that you stand out the most is um, being a great team player and, you know, respecting the sport, respecting your teammates, um, respecting your opponents and, you know, kind of let your play do the talking. I think that's um, that's the thing. It's just a great reminder, no matter if you're male or female, is, um, you know, it's a privilege to play. Not everyone gets to play athletics and you never know if your season will be cut short with injury or whatnot. And so, you know, live every moment like it's your last, whether it's practice or a game and respect the sport. Thank you. And thank you for all your time and for talking to me today. And Papa Ho, someone that's been around athletics for over 60 years, do you have any additional advice for athletes in general? Well, the one thing that I, uh, over the years, have uh, admired about athletes more than their ability to shine on the field or the court is the deportment they had while they were playing, whether winning or losing the kind of sportsmanship they displayed with other people. And I think uh, that's one of the things about Deanna is so so good is she always had friendship with the other team. Uh, the Porterville High girls and the Porterville High coach were her friends and uh, bitter enemies on the floor, but they were good friends. And as I see some of the athletes today and what they do on the field and they're being kicked out of games for unsportsmanlike conduct and for uh, disorderly conduct, uh, that turns me off real quickly. So the thing I've really admired is is the great athletes who had friends on other teams because they were so good to them. And even though some of the people that I knew in a losing cause would still find time to go over and congratulate the winners.